Welcome, 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 welcome to the comic. Welcome to another episode of Dragon D's Balls. You've got Vince across from me, Mike. Say hello, Mike. Hello, Mike. And we got a special guest with us today. You've heard him before on the show. We have Ted. How's it going, guys? What's up, bro? Oh, you know, just chilling. So this is a super special, special episode of Dragon D's Balls. Super special. A superhero episode. Yeah. We just went and saw Dragon Ball Super Superhero yesterday in the theater. It was amaze balls. We saw it in the Ark Theater even. Yeah, it was it was pretty dope. Yeah, it was pretty badass. I mean, I'm so stoked for this podcast. Yeah. Got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. I mean, God, get a bucket and a mop for this wet-ass asshole. Yeah. I call that the wah. <laughs> when the Waluigi discovered why they call her Princess Peach. That's where I got my inspiration for those lyrics. Nice. Good God. I'm going to be a rapper next. Hmm. <laughs> you know, keep practicing. <laughs> yeah, right? Just keep working on it. Yeah, you'll be you'll be great. Man. Songwriting will, will, will come eventually, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Working on it. So that movie was actually way better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I thought the animation style would bother me, but it didn't. No, I actually really, really liked the fight scenes with that animation style. Well, and just yeah. like the more subtle way of the movements and everything, like everything was way more fluid mm-hmm. in the in the whole movie. Just like them walking yeah was different like they would be more expressive yeah i felt like it added a lot it added a lot of dimension like life a lot more life to it yeah i i thought i was gonna hate it too and honestly like even 10 minutes in i was like okay this is not nearly as bad as like what i was thinking i don't know why but in my head i had this like crazy thought that it was just going to like take away from the movie and be super shitty and sucky and they actually did a really good job like i am very impressed with their digital team yeah and like, their I, art. like i said i think the the fight scenes i really liked and i think what i liked about it so much was like how much impact it felt like it had compared to like the normal dragon ball style fighting like it's all super dope but this felt like it had some real like impact like yeah. each connection you could like feel it yeah mm-hmm. And that was probably like partly being in the theater for it, too. But I bet like watching it on like your home system would be. No, I, I I'm sure that that's part of it. No, I get but, what you're like, saying. I'm just saying just... like, we got like such a crazy experience for it. It's like the first time I've seen a Dragon Ball movie in the theater. Period. Yeah, same and here. And I'm glad it was like that one because it was really fucking good. Like the story. Which mm-hmm. we'll get into everything, just kind of walk through it. There will be spoilers, yep. by the way. Um, but <laughs> uh, just like the flow of the story, the story was really well written and hashed out. Mm-hmm. It The intro didn't seemed... feel like forced either. Like no. The, even no. the intro and introducing like the Red Ribbon Army and everything. I loved the intro. Right, like that. It was like a little, really well. yeah, like a little fucking overview of what happened before. Yeah, and, and it, even it was like very quick and like to the point too. I like that they just literally gave you. I 
I mean, they did it really well where they gave you everything you needed to know in literally just snapshots. You know, it, it would take 10, 15 seconds of some kind of, you know, memory flashback. And even if you haven't watched any Dragon Ball Z or the Dragon Ball Super Brawly movie or anything like that, you could watch this and still enjoy it. Well, oh, yeah, and you sure. get, you'd get plenty of history. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, like we said, the intro covered everything smoothly. Yeah. And you you totally could. This could be your first experience. And you would be familiar, at least, with uh, what happened before, like in an overview. And then you'd be like ready for the movie and you would get what's going on, I think. Yeah, yeah I agree. Well, um, for the most part, I mean, you wouldn't. I mean, like, like, obviously, like, all the character building that we have, they wouldn't, you know, somebody right. you wouldn't have. But even even that, like, introducing, um, like, with the pan stuff, like, how protective Piccolo is, right? Like, that yeah. gives you a good feel of his current character in, like, the super universe. Well, yep. and that's right at the beginning of the movie, too, so it's right. perfect. It starts out. And Piccolo's training pan, and that was actually really cool to see because uh, she couldn't fly yet. Yep. But still, I mean, did you see how fast she was yeah, when she so, ran off? Like, yeah. that shit was cool. Like, she's gonna, badass little kid, and only three. Right. I'm gonna stab a hole in the movie. The first hole I'm gonna stab. Pan can fly in super when she's younger than that. Like that's like a whole comedic thing in super is her flying around. Mm-hmm. when somebody oh, came yeah, to babysitter like so that's baby, yeah. yeah like yeah i thought about that too because when we we saw that i i thought there was something i was like i swear i, sw- well, maybe I saw she something did it. okay you could just say no, she, she flew a lot in no, yeah yeah i know maybe you could just say she could do it as a baby and like kind of each new word that to... she learned she couldn't fly as high yeah i don't know yeah i, I don't mean, know yeah i mean that, i guess that's a good point yeah, like maybe it's like baby geniuses style. Like she was free and connected with her spirit when she was a baby, and as soon as she started like learning, if she wasn't practicing, yeah, actively, she built up a mental block. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll call it that. Good. Yeah. Hole yeah. plugged. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, but it was cool to see her. Just like she was super cute too. Like what the fuck? Oh, adorable oh, shit, dude. Man. Yeah. Like so fucking adorable. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it was fun watching her whoop some ass though. Oh yeah. And like yeah. you know, training with Piccolo, he fucking blasts her real hard. Yeah, it's like knocks her into this rock. A boulder. She's like, I'm all right. But I mean training with Piccolo, what do you expect? You didn't have to say it like that, by the way. He blasted so hard and threw her into uh-huh. a rock. Uh, no, he, bla- <laughs> he blasted her. Yeah. Into bu- Bukaki blasted. Oh shit. We've come back. If you're gonna make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Master Roshi, <laughs> calm down, all right? <laughs> but, dude, what do you expect training with Piccolo, though? Oh, yeah, he's going to fucking dodge. We remember that, so. <laughs> well, yeah, he was way harder on Gohan. Uh-huh. I know, like, I like how he's kind of in the grandpa phase. Yeah, he's like Grandpa Piccolo. Yeah, because he's a lot nicer with Pan than way nicer than with Gohan. Yeah. <laughs> he's a fucker with Gohan, but yeah. in the, but rightfully so. Well, he was still figuring, he didn't even know people at that point. Like, yeah. Gohan's the first person he really got to know. Yeah, that's true. Like, he stood out in the desert and shit before, and like you know, on ledges and brooded over the landscape. Well, I mean, he and, still does that, but well, but that's how all, long ago in Dragon Ball, like in the Dragon Ball universe, like how many years ago was that? 
Because Gohan's probably know. what close to thirty now. I don't know. You should. You got your phone? Yeah, you somewhere. Look that up. What the? F- like the? T- just look up the timeline. Hey, phone <laughs> monkey, look this shit up for me. Ugh. Well, I know monkey. like Gohan and Goku are like mid forties, around there somewhere. Yeah, they got to be close to fifty. Hmm. I don't know. That's a really good question. Yeah. Because. I think Goku was still fairly young in the beginning of Dragon Ball Z. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... 20s, early 20s. According to this, he's 23 at the start of Dragon Ball Super. And Pan's three now. Who's 23? Gohan. Oh, okay. So, and hmm. Pan's three now, which makes him about 26 Well, Gohan was four. <clears throat> Gohan was four at the beginning of Dragon Ball Z. How old was Goku? Like 20? At the beginning of Z? Yeah. Or Super? Uh, I'd probably say early, mid-20s in Z. Yeah, early 20s, and then he's got to be, you know, like, mid-40s now. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I've never thought about, like... And Vegeta's older than Goku. Goku is 41 at the start of Super. I think Vegeta's, like, five years older than Goku or something. Something like that, yeah. He's got so, a few years on him. Yeah, so at the beginning of Z, Goku would have been about 22. Okay, and that's right. Vegeta would have been 26. Mm-hmm. If it's five years, I'm like guessing on that one. I think it's about five years. He was well beyond a toddler before Goku was born. Yeah. Yeah, like... We'll say he was like four, like four or five. But yeah, that would put him like 26... Well, yeah, because in the Dragon Ball Super Brawly, which, like you said, after the movie, that definitely is. This movie is kind of a follow-up to that, kind of a afterwards, after that movie. Um, So, in that, it seems like when Goku was kind of in his infantile stage, uh, Vegeta and Raditz were like... I I think you're right on that. I would say solid... Five years. Yeah, he older had to be about him. at least five. Is Raditz older than Vegeta too? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because yeah. he was like a teenager at the very least when he was rolling around with uh, young Vegeta. Because yeah. him and Nappa were quite a bit older than Vegeta. I thought you were leaning over here for a kiss. Well, I could do that. <laughs> that was me actually giving him a kiss. Not yeah, just that was their lips uh-huh. smooching. Not just a kissy thing into the mic, okay, We're guys? still detangling the beards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to dread them together. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't need that kind of commitment. Anyway, <laughs> movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> what about it? <laughs> so, <laughs> got to be the serious We're gonna one We're going to do the, the fusion right? ha with our beards. So then, bits. yeah. So speaking of fucking uh, Grandpa Piccolo, mm-hmm. he fucking gets on Gohan for like uh, skipping out on picking up Pan and like worrying too much about his scholarly things. Yep. And that part was pretty funny. Like just the whole thing, because then Piccolo, like throughout the whole thing, then he uses Pan. To, like, bring out Gohan's latent potential, or at least in the beginning, that's what it was. Yeah, exactly. To definitely get him kind of, like, to snap out of being kind of a, I don't know. And it worked. A nerd. I mean, unfortunately. And it worked. It worked real good. Yeah. 
but not in the way that Piccolo was expecting. And then also he got a power up. Well, yeah, like he, he like basically like double power upped. Like when he got unlocked at Shenron, like oh blah blah blah. Well, make, you gotta make, wonder. Make super dope, and he turned kind of yellowy. Mm-hmm. Well, he was definitely weaker than Gohan, but not not a lot. Not by like crazy amount. Maybe I don't yeah. know. It's hard to gauge, but yeah. I mean, Piccolo was pretty badass in that orange form. I oh, don't yeah. know why they made know. him orange though. That's kind of weird. Well, and I like how he picked the name Orange Piccolo. <laughs> but if you notice, though, the uh, the insignia he gets on the back of his uh, gi after he goes into that transformation almost looks like an Omega symbol. So I'm wondering if later on he's going to be Omega Piccolo. Yeah, it was like that was like the, the representation of Shenron. I don't know. Yeah, don't it was know. like the Dragon Balls. I think. Oh, yeah. Was. So and that was because that that wasn't the latent potential part. That was the little bit extra. It was like okay. an upside down tree almost. Right. With the branches were the ends like the ends of the branches were the dragon balls no and then it had that like circle around it with like the blast into the air like so probably representing the see i couldn't get a good enough look at it but but yeah. i think it was like a tree at first when it yeah, I like don't know. showed up on his back i'd need to see it again but, but like that was that was again. the that was the extra gift from shenron though like because Shenron unlocked his latent potential, and he said, oh, you know, you're fully unlocked and something extra. And, like, he doesn't get that something extra until he's in the fight, remember? He's like, he, did he, did he's he like, say man. something extra? Yeah, I thought he, he said, I thought he said. And a little extra or something like that. No, I thought said. he said the power up was only a little extra. He was already close. Mm-hmm. No, he said that his potential was unlocked, and that's when he turned yellow in front of Shenron. And when it flashes back while he's fighting, and like as it flashes back, you hear Shenron saying it again and a little extra, and that's when he goes orange. Shenron gave him a boost hmm. on top of his own latent potential. <clears throat> so that's what orange actually is, is the Shenron boost, not his own potential, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, look at that. But I, I hope like, he gets and, it. And, keep that. and that's pretty legit because like only he would be able to get some kind of boon like that. Because he was Kami, uh, you know, before and now, and like the original creator of the Dragon Balls, they get their Dende's Dragon Balls now. Yep. No, so I don't think they're Dende's now. I think they're modified. Dende modified them, and then he modified them again for for Piccolo. Okay, before we get too far, like into all that shit, Mm -hmm. we should kind of step back. And so it's, like, obviously a fucking Red Ribbon Army movie. Yep. We got some um, new villains. What was the sh- super short guy's name? Dr. Hedo. No, not him. Oh, Cr- Magenta. Oh. Magenta. I was yep. going to say Crimson. Good thing you Commander know. Red's uh, um, grandson. He was fucking hilarious. Or no, his son. Yeah, Magenta. That showed him in the intro. Mm-hmm. Like standing on like a milk crate, because yeah. <laughs> he's been, like super short. Well, and I love that they picked up that kind of goof again from Commander Red, because you know, if uh, if you guys remember, uh, Commander Red wanted the Dragon Balls and was the original kind of terror of the Red Ribbon Army in Dragon Ball series. Uh, he just wanted them purely to be taller. And that was kind of the running stick with it. And it's, so it's really funny that they picked that up again with his son being just as short as him. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad they brought it back, you know. Yeah. Or shorter, even. 
Yeah, possibly. I mean, he's pretty short. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, he basically tricks, uh, what was his name again? Dr. Hedo. Dr. Hedo. Dr. Hedo. I kept thinking Hendo. Dr. Giroux's grandson. Um, yeah, he tricks him, basically, or kind of, not really. He doesn't really trick him. He just kind of... Lies to him. Yeah, but... Yeah, but he he still said at the end that he knew they were doing evil shit, like, deep down. He just wanted money for his research. Right. Right. But yeah, I, I I think they did pretty well with it, you know. I'm and I'm glad they made Dr. Hedo more of a kind of I don't know. They, he's not villainous. No, I he's not say. a bad well, he is he did some bad things right. to like further <laughs> his research. Yeah. And I think you know, he's oh, a lot like- I th- I think a lot of scientists might do that. Mm-hmm. He's not like domination driven though. Yeah, like, but he's he, not he like trying he, to rule the world. He was right. obsessed with superheroes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's he's his whole thing is just furthering his research. Yep. And like obviously you saw there that he's willing to cross some lines to do his research, mm-hmm. but what the other people are doing with his research isn't necessarily super his concern. Just perfecting what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd say definitely not a villain. He's just willing to look the other way. Yeah, like, you know, mm-hmm. great Jedi status. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, not even that. He's just... That's kind of a shitty thing to do in itself is, like, look the other way when bad shit's happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, you, just to get what you need. But, like, in the end, he turned it around and, you know, made the right fuck, like the right choice. Mm-hmm. Which leads us into our other new villains. We So, he builds three androids... We get Gamma 1 and 2. I absolutely love them. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were pretty cool. They were dope. And then, of course, we get Cell back as Cell Max. Now, he's not what you would think Cell is, especially from the Android Saga and Dragon Ball Z. He is very different, but he's just as menacing in some ways. Well, it reminds me, this is like one of the things I didn't really dig about the movie, to be honest. Okay. It reminds me of like the third Broly movie. They did sort of the same thing. Somebody was, you know, made a clone of Broly and it like was all crazy like that. And it's kind of the same thing. I wasn't a huge fan of that. I would have preferred okay. if it was Cell, maybe not the Cell. Right. But a new version of him that's that was just as smart. And then, but like super leveled up, like, you know what I mean? I would have preferred that he was sell fully. Well, I would say, yeah, I I totally agree. And I I like, though, that they added that point, though, in the movie where they say that, you know, Dr. Hedo is basically like, yeah, I'm just going off of my grandfather's research from fucking forever ago. You know, he's like, so. So he didn't have everything. No, yeah, no. and that's why Cell Max is essentially kind of the way he is. Just, brrr, no, and that, so, like, I think, because he didn't, wasn't able to um, get his intelligence down. Well, they called that out specifically in the movie, though. Yeah. Like, they said, basically, true. his that's body's true. about done, but his brain's nowhere near. Yeah. Like, he was still in development. Yeah, he was still... Yeah, yeah so maybe he would have evolved into his perfect <clears throat> form if given time. Exactly. Because yeah. they kind of prematurely release him. 
But yeah, he yeah. was what huge, it, though. What it really? Oh, yeah. He was way bigger than like normal. Like yeah. the even in that same stage as well normal cell, he was nowhere near that big. Well, it's also unfair though to compare him to normal cell because you got to think. Cell started out as a small larvae and grew. Well, this one then, probably did too. I'm but thinking... then, but then, where the perfect cell in Dragon Ball Z had the the advantage, though, is he he got most of his smarts and intelligence and also cockiness from absorbing different people. So that's why I also think they couldn't make this cell so smart or anything like that because perfect cell is an amalgamation of, you know. Android 17, 18, 16. you know, 16, Vegeta. No, not 16. 16 was in there, wasn't he? Or no, they, they yeah, he, destro- he, he destroyed 16. 16 but That's didn't. actually what pushed Gohan at that point to go Super Saiyan 2. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because he, like, ripped his head off and threw it over by Gohan or whatever and then, like, stomped on it in front of Gohan. Mm-hmm. But th- right, right after some... Uh, 16 told Gohan that he's he's like look bro I get you I get that you like don't want to hurt anybody he's mm-hmm. like but if you love stuff sometimes you got to fight for it and he fucking you know Gohan and then he's like yeah squishes his head and Gohan lost his shit and that's how he lost it then mm-hmm. But I think that's why, though, this version of Cell is so drastically different, too, from the, you know, perfect Cell in Dragon Ball Z is that aspect, too. Because that cockiness and arrogance he has, he gets essentially from Vegeta, if I remember correctly. Because he wasn't as cocky or arrogant until he sucked him up, and that's where he gets that kind of, oh, you can't beat me. And, of course, Gohan proves him wrong, but... Mm -hmm. But before we get too much into Cell Max, though, we should also give some attention to Gamma 1 and 2. Before we do that, I actually have, like, a rebuttal to what you just said. Like, I hear what you're saying. Uh Uh-huh. But there's nothing saying that that Cell started out looking like that. You know what I mean? He probably did start out as a larva. Oh, yeah. and, And he probably evolves without having to absorb shit, like the androids. Well, so right. he's like, what he was saying is like, he's not done yet. Mm-hmm. So he was only in that like halfway stage. Right. But like given enough time, maybe he would have evolved into the perfect form. Right. And gained intelligence. Yeah. And I, and I, I get but, that but too. But he did also make it seem like he was the one who needed to figure out how to give him intelligence. So like to program right. him. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's what he said. It's like. The programming for his brain wasn't done yet. That was like a direct line in the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I don't think... So like the the absorption shit played a big role in Perfect Cell. Yeah. But this one was basically like, you know, you have a muscle car and you just put a fucking brick on the gas pedal and shut the door and watch it drive off. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. What, what Cell Max actually reminded me of was like, say, in monkey form. Yeah. It was very much the same thing, just like undirected, pure rage. That's yep. good. That's a good analogy for sure. Like, yeah. Yep. I agree. That's uh, like I didn't think about that honestly. Yeah. Yeah, because he was, he wasn't quite as big <laughs> as like, you know, the giant ape. Right. Form. He was pretty huge though. 
I mean, I guess he was pretty close. Yeah, yeah, he's but I'm, he's fucking big. But yeah. I am glad that they made him very distinguished, like different from Perfect Cell and Dragon Ball Z, because I felt like that would have made it even more kind of like, oh, really? It's just Cell again, you know? I th- I think there was a bit of a missed opportunity though, like him absorbing Gamma One instead of Gamma One dying the way he did would have been, been way cooler. Way cooler. Yeah. Well, it was actually like, Gamma 2 that died. That would have been, been I'm like 99% th- sure it was dude, Gamma 1 that died. That's mm-hmm. a great point. Like, if he would have fucking, you know, Gamma 1 flies up in the air to fly. Yeah, because it was the blue one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that was, Gamma 1. That was and Gamma he 2. Flew, gamma 2's red. No, Gamma 2's red. I, I will show both oh, of you no, right, you're right now. No, you're right. <clears throat> I think he's right. Gamma 2 was... Well, at the end, they were talking... The blue one. Well, some of them a bitch. Yeah, Gamma 2 is the blue one. So... Before we get into like him, we'll come back to that. So, what did you think of Gamma 1 and Gamma 2? I liked their difference in personalities, for sure. They're definitely dope. a contrast of one another, you know? Mm-hmm. You had Gamma 1, who is definitely kind of like you, the more serious one of the like podcast, you know, and keeping it on online. And then you <laughs> today, have Gamma today, 2. Today. Today, for sure. And then you have Gamma 2, which would be me and Ted here. Kind of the jokester, kind of, ah, everything's going to be fine, you know, kind of mentality. And I just love that kind of contrast in anything. Um, but, I, I mean, get it in, getting it in Dragon Ball is just kind of a treat because, I mean, it's one of those things that all three of us absolutely love. So, And it's just cool seeing them still kind of having that. I like that in anime. I, I really do. Those dark co- like contrasts between two characters. Well, I, if you look at it now, like in Super, 17 and 18 have a similar contrast now. Yeah. Because 17's like laid back. Oh, yeah. He's way human. more chill. Yeah. And he, then. He protects yeah. the wildlife reserve. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, there's a good bit of contrast between those two now. He doesn't like people, though. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I but don't he really can. Like people either. I mean, you can count on him to protect the planet, though. Right. Yeah. Because animals, not because people, though. That's an interesting thing about an- like the androids is they all seem to like turn into, like they make them to do all this terrible shit, but the only one that was really bad was Cell. Yeah. Yeah. You've true. got a, a great point there. I mean, so and that- well, and Cell. The only reason he was like that, and I think most of what he was doing was just to test himself like Goku and Vegeta do. Like, right. he's like, I'm going to fucking kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. Get, right, but wasn't that better get the... as strong as you can. I'll give you six days. Yeah, mm-hmm. wasn't that kind of the point of the Cell games? Yeah. It was just him was to show off? To, yeah. Yeah. And that was like his saying, like, part of his DNA was like, you know, just like Goku and or Vegeta and Goku, mm-hmm. he wanted to test himself, but he was like, obviously a fucking lunatic. Yeah, makes you wonder. Like, if they hadn't offed him, like, would he have gone good? No, you don't think so? No, no, I don't think so either. No fucking way. I well, think I mean, doctors because he also had Frieza uh, cells too. Yeah, it's reasonable. But like, look at look at Boo. Yeah, well, that's... Boo Boo got pretty dark. Okay, but that was... You have to think about different stages of Boo when you think about that, because Mm -hmm. Fat Boo 
was like the most corrupted i'm doing air quotes version of like the evil one which was kid boo he was like completely uncorrupted by other people's influence because he hadn't absorbed anybody and actually absorbing people made him weaker right like people watered him down Mm -hmm. with their personality and their power so, so yeah. by the time that boo is, you know, he had absorbed uh, the original Supreme Kai or whatever he was, the fat one. Remember? Oh, King Kai? No. Or no? Um, no, the Supreme. I know you're talking the about Supreme though. Kai's, yeah. but he was like the original or whatever the fuck, or like their super, whatever. He was like the best, the best one or whatever. Right. Or the oldest or something. But he absorbed that one and that was a really good dude. So, Mm -hmm. like, that's why Majin Buu, like the fat one, is, I mean, that's easy for him to be good. Like, he's not, he wasn't necessarily bad when he was fighting Vegeta or anybody else, but he was also, like, aggressive. Like, clearly he's liable to fly off the handle about something stupid but that's because he's basically a baby yeah yeah has that temperament yeah and the sleep schedule yeah yeah which is funny because he sleeps through the whole movie yeah Yeah. and you don't get much goku or vegeta either they're actually kind of just on. i like uh, the okay i was gonna come around to that i'm glad you mentioned that yeah. because it's it was a cool way the way they kept goku and vegeta out of it yeah was funny and they showed coming back around to like the beginning of the movie Mm -hmm. um it shows goku and vegeta and broly uh training Mm -hmm. and broly in the beginning like is kind of losing his shit and like starting to go to his legendary form and like lose his shit completely and goku has to talk him down yep but Another interesting part of that was like Vegeta and him like meditating on the rock and trying to be more like Jiren. That's what he said. Like, was that Jiren at the Tournament of Power was always like relaxed. Yeah, he didn't have to. He was never like overexcited or like losing his shit until like the end. He kind of freaked out. Yeah. You know, when it was getting down to the wire. Yeah. But but for the most part, and that was interesting that Vegeta was getting that more than Goku. Yeah. That doesn't doesn't really surprise me, actually. Yeah. Why? Because Goku's not observant in that sense. Like, he's very observant of, like, fighting. That actually threw me off because that's what Ultra Instinct is. Yeah, I mean... Well, and, yeah, I like that he brought up the two things that Jiren didn't have to do while fighting. He wasn't... He didn't have any fear, and he didn't uh, have to think about fighting whatsoever. And so he's kind of like, like he said to Goku, separating his mind from the fight. Like, just trying to literally let it just come naturally, like Jiren did. Which is really cool. I think Jiren was more... So prepared. Like, he had trained so much. It's like a level of confidence. And, like, you just know. 
that you have trained more than every one of these people and you know you've he dude so i think it's more like a level of confidence with him like yeah, he just he just knew that nobody there could fuck with him really well, how old is jiren i don't remember uh, like every time somebody talks about like the training, like the thing that really I always go back to is like how much time they've spent in the hyperbolic time chamber and shit. Yeah, definitely. So like they're actually so like we were talking about their age earlier. Like Goku was twenty. Well, I I mathed out that he's approximately twenty one. Okay. At the beginning of Super, because at the beginning of or not the beginning of Super, he's forty one. So about twenty two. Mm-hmm. based on gohan's age right but right how accurate is that like is that in you know earth time or his lifetime because his lifetime like there's all kinds of things to take into consideration on that front like him traveling at super high speeds to other planets well and yeah time dilation there and then there's the lost time from him dicking around in the hyperbolic time chamber so like we don't actually know realistically how old goku actually is yeah or vegeta well, well, that's a good point because mm-hmm. I mean you're because they do age like because they would stay in there for like a year at a time or whatever in the right. hyperbolic and they've time. D- how many times have they done that? A bunch. Yeah, that's what at I'm least saying. A like, handful of times. Right, and then mm-hmm. they have that like you know week or two here and there a lot too. Yeah, and then like I said, like when they're traveling to Namek in a super fast ship, like the time dilation from that, probably not much. Would you really age differently from that, though? It's no, like you, you wouldn't age differently. You would age... Slower. Slower. Yeah. Which they already else. age slow. Right. Yeah. Like, so... But in the hyperbolic time chamber, they would be aging faster than the people outside. Yeah, so it's hard to really pinpoint... Yeah, that's true. ...just how old they actually are. Yeah. We should fucking so ask him. We're, we're going to have to do some like physics, fucking some physicist well, math to, here. Yeah, some you calculus. would totally have to go in, watch everything, and like. Add it up. Just add it up. Yeah. Which, man, I don't know if I have the patience for that. No. Not moment, <laughs> I just no. want to watch and somebody, enjoy it. I'm sure somebody has. Somebody's had to. Yeah. You just have to look it up. Right. But yeah, I mean. Uh, so. What? I said it was still going. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So, <laughs> it was interesting to see Vegeta during, because that's how they set it up. Right. Uh, for Goku and Vegeta's, and Whis, and Beerus, and everyone to be distracted. And so they're like, I think they were going to have Broly fight somebody, and then I can't remember what happened there. But then, so they set it up where Goku and Vegeta are going to fight. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, spar together and basically just fight. Yeah. And be- so they fucking start throwing down. And initially, in the beginning, Vegeta is like super stoic. Yeah. His face is like, like just a mask of like calm. Yep. And he's just like smooth as fuck like he's getting it but then eventually goku gets to him and pisses him off and he starts to lose his shit did you notice that yeah did you notice that at all too and he kind of started like 
fighting a little worse, you know, and it, it, and so you can see that he's on to something with his development, yeah. like that he is going to possibly go even further than Goku now, possibly in power, you know. Which is well, they're where equals I think they're... now, and that's like the best part about Super is like Go- Vegeta's no longer like chasing Goku. Yeah, they're like one will get a little higher, and then so they're like just matching each other at this point. Right. Yeah, I think technically, at and the end technically, of Super... I would say Vegeta was stronger than Goku mm-hmm. without without instinct, without Ultra Instinct. Right, with Ultra Instinct, I think Goku would fuck Vegeta because when they both. Like powered up to max mm-hmm. and went after Jiren together and actually fought together during the tournament of power. If you looked at their auras when they powered up and Vegeta hit that like kind of ascended level of blue, yeah, like a little sparklies and shit. Which uh, I kind of thought of that as like Super Saiyan two almost. Yep. Yeah. In blue form. Agreed. But all of this is exactly why I'm glad they kept them out of the movie. Yep. No, yeah, that's what uh, they they would have wiped out Cell Max and all that shit with ease. Oh yeah. So I mean, they had had to be because they're definitely as strong or just under Gohan by the end of the movie. Which you know they get fighting, you know, and then blah blah blah, an ice cream tub gets thrown over Weese's staff and mm-hmm. they can't see Bulma trying to fucking uh call so yeah. they miss out and they're just fighting for the entire movie. Yeah. And you don't you see that and then you don't see them until like the post credit scene and it shows them like just finishing. Just finishing their fight and like they barely can throw a punch. It's like the tiniest of taps. Yeah, they're just and worn out. Goku falls first, and Vegeta wins. Finally, <laughs> finally beats Goku, fair and square. Yeah, and he goes, "I finally beat Kakarot," <laughs> yeah. and falls he's on his so, back. He's like fucking so stoked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the best. I yeah, thought he had that... more energy in that cheer than he did in his last punch. Yeah, by a long shot, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like the babyest of taps. Yeah. Yep. But you think that punt, that tiny little punch? Probably to like a normal person would have just shattered their whole skull. Oh fuck yeah! Just a yeah, you know, it was a pillow tap. punch for sure. A man just like set his hand on his chest and pushed a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, to a normal person, it probably would have just went straight through their head, his fist. So, <laughs> right, but, well, before we yeah, we got to back, back into the movie. Oh, what do you think of the scotch? It's good. The Highland Park Twelve. It's kind of smoky. Yeah, yep. just just a little bit though. Did you like try it? it? Yeah. Yeah. It I is like it a, a Viking honor. It is. To drink it. Yeah. That's what it says. No, I, I, that's why I had to say it. It, it says it Viking sound, boner. Yeah. No, that's an H, bro. <laughs> Got a Viking boner. It's very, very That's a masculine boner. Yeah. It's blonde hair. Even just your boner like, has oh. a beard. <laughs> yeah. I bet. I Only bet. The, the best of boners have beards. Yeah, yeah. Question is, which end is the beard on? All right, guys, get on Twitter and hashtag uh, beard boner at Comic Zone. Yeah, boner beard. <laughs> boner beard. <laughs> Comic Zone. Is that that just sounds like a fancy site for Merkins? You know, fake dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Come to bonerbeard.com and get fifty percent <laughs> off beard. using oh promo code Comic Zone. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Once I we like get into stay, sponsorships. I like to know. stay smooth, but sometimes right. I want a little fuzz down there. Yeah. That's when I reach for my boner beard. <laughs> sometimes I feel a little bit more masculine than others <laughs> some days. So, you know, that's where boner beard has really helped me out. Some days I can be baby smooth, fresh like an egg, fresh boiled egg, smooth. Mm-hmm. The next I can be, that's you it. know, Scandinavian Viking beard. This commercial brought to you by Vince. Yeah. <laughs> we have all s- sorts of colors. Ombre, you know, we have a uh, three tone, you know, <laughs> all the way down to your just normal old brunette. <laughs> Bonerbeard.com. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Promo code comic zone. Back to the movie. So yeah, let's circle back. We didn't really talk enough about the androids. We, we keep talking well, yeah, about cell too much. Well, hold on before we get too far we gotta so eventually uh magenta and the baddies decide to kidnap pan which is fucking hilarious because piccolo's like infiltrated the red ribbon armies posing as a guard Mm -hmm. gets to go how do you know so much about this place and he gets to go along (laughs) because he's like uh yeah, he pretends that he fucking, you know, he's like, oh, I yeah, live I over live, there or whatever. Yeah, I live down the street. And, and gets to go along, and he decides that it's a good idea to just go along with the plan because he know, knows they can't hurt Pan, really. Yeah, right. At least those clowns. And then he's like, well, um, if somebody kidnaps Pan, that could, like, get Gohan to be more serious. Right. And maybe un- unlock his potential. And so he's like, goes and helps to kidnap Pam, but she like takes out the first guy. Like, what does she do to him? Just punches him in the stomach and folds him over. Oh yeah, fucking. <laughs> buckles that big old dude. Yeah, lays him was... out in front of the teacher, and then Piccolo's like, "Oh, sorry about that. It's a training exercise." <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that then, was so funny. Yeah, because she's like three years old, and just fucking in her little schoolgirl. Her little school outfit. Yeah. yeah. Whip that dude's ass like one hit. Yep. And then Piccolo kidnaps her and explains it all. Well, he he, ta- he tells her that, oh, we're going to go along with this. Just act scared. Because, you know. Right. And she did really good. Yeah. Like, as soon mm-hmm. as that dude woke up, she's like, oh, please don't hurt me. Oh, my God. They get her on film and she, like, <laughs> plays the whole part. Oh, help me, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> At three years old, man, she understood the assignment well. Yeah, that was funny. And she was like into it and laughing and shit. Yeah. It was funny. And then, so they get over and Piccolo goes with that dude, the same dude that got folded by Pan. Yep. And he like knocks on the door or on the window where Gohan's where does that nail scratch thing, like the high pitched squeal. Oh, yeah. He does that to get Gohan's attention. And fucking, uh, yeah, Gohan, like, he tells him and shit, and, like, the guy, or he, first of all, the guy pulls a gun on him. That shit was funny as fuck, because Gohan's, like, flick, he just, yep. like, barely flicks the gun, and it goes yeah, flying. Get that shit like, out He's yeah. like, can you go? I, I'm kind of busy. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, come on, we're fucking, you're going to do what we say. He's like, flick. Yep. Can you bounce? I got shit to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then they then they show the video of Pan and Oh, and he loses his shit. Yeah. Yep. And like shatters the side of the house. 
That shit was cool. Yeah, it was. It was. Well, he didn't even shatter the house, though. He shattered the ground under it, and then the house kind of collapsed yeah, started, into it. Well, he grabbed the windowsill and smashed it with yeah. his hands. Yep. And that guy was pissing his fucking pants. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Like, I mean, what? I would, too, okay, imagine, honestly. Imagine. You've never seen anything like this before. Mm-hmm. And... You're you think you're just going to like talk to some dude, yeah, some rich guy, basically, yeah, Mm -hmm. and that happens. He creates a fucking crater in the fucking ground just by like getting pissed. Yeah, I'd probably pee myself a little, dude. He was pissing himself. He's like, I am sorry, can we please? Like, I will take you there right now, please. (laughs) I am fucking sorry. Yeah, I also love how Gohan didn't recognize Piccolo like at all. Yeah, in the suit. Yeah, well, yeah that's Piccolo like, was pissed about it. Yeah, it was like, yeah. I think that was, excuse me, I think that was indicative of like him, his whole bitch about Gohan going soft. Yeah, because he he mentioned it too. Like he's like, oh, Pan sensed me instantly, and Gohan didn't. Yeah, yeah. and Gohan before like when he was eleven and shit would have no doubt when they yep. fought Cell. He was super trained up. Right. When they fought so. But it could be a question of, so I thought about this too later on, that maybe Piccolo wasn't so upset that necessarily Gohan was getting weak on him, but maybe just a sense that they had spent so much time away from another, Gohan just forgot what his power was, you know, sensing it. Yeah, like. but he should have been able to sense like a decent power nearby. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, that's, like, yeah, I think that's more, yeah, of him being pissed that he's not, he wasn't ready for. He's like, your dad and Vegeta aren't gonna be here all the time, right? Like, we gotta be ready too, right? But I'm just saying, it might be a little funny if there's also just like a little jealousy in there, just a little bit, you know, of him being like, he doesn't, he never calls me on my cell phone anymore. Oh, you, dude, that was <laughs> I so got a little funny. Bit of Drake he had that, oh yeah, that goddamn cap, phone. the cap yeah. phone, and then he, the way he held it, like between his fingers, yeah. all like, dainty, <laughs> yeah. like he was like grossed but, like, out, having by like it. super yeah. serious conversations, just holding it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Bulma kept buying him plushies. Yeah, yep. I don't like them. He does. <laughs> he likes them. See, yeah, that's Piccolo. They're all big stacked softy. up on the couch, all nice. Yeah, yeah. He, he likes them. It was cool to see his house. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like get they to showed see. they showed Piccolo's digs, and then he yeah. was like doing that meditating shit on the top of that. Yeah, with the the big chunk of rock under him. That was that pretty was cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Would have been cooler if it was just spinning a little. Yeah, like real slow. It reminded me of like in Dragon Ball Z in the beginning. He would meditate out in the desert, and he would, he one time he was like floating the pyramids mm. in the air, and like caused a fucking crater to open up and everything fell down into the fucking i don't remember that yeah damn it was pretty cool man i need to rewatch everything it's been too long yeah i've seen everything a lot i know <laughs> nerd no i'm just yeah, kidding you fucking dork <laughs> god so yeah. anyway after the kidnapping that's when we start getting into some actual fighting yeah, yeah. so Gohan and piccolo facing off against gamma one and two Starts off just Gamma 2 fighting, right? Against Gohan? Yes. Because, yeah. Well, he shows up Gamma one. to fight Piccolo. Oh, so it's Gamma 1 fighting? So, Gohan? yeah, originally yep, it was one. like before Piccolo went even to infiltrate the Red Ribbon Army. We forgot to mention 
yeah. uh, Gamma 2 goes and confronts Piccolo. Yep. All cocky, thinks he killed him. Yeah, just to test himself. Yep. They wanted, he was a mission to test their, the, his abilities. Mm-hmm. And he kind of puts a beat down on Piccolo. Because, I mean, Piccolo at this point, like, what do you think <laughs> his level is at? Like, in comparison to, like, you'd have to compare it to, like, Super Saiyan and Super Saiyan 2. So, where is he at in there? Is I don't he, know. Is I he think he's sh- probably closer to Super Saiyan 3 at this point. I was going to say the you same think? thing. Yeah. No, because here's the deal. Gohan. Original Super Saiyan 3, not, like, Goku and so. Super Saiyan 3. I don't Saiyan think he's 3. that strong. I do. In his orange form, I do. In his, orange well, form, yeah, in his orange that. form, mm-hmm. he's at past that and God I would level. say, I would say, yeah, he's pretty close to like Super Saiyan or like just Super Saiyan God, just the red form. In his orange form, yeah, that's what I would guess. Is Pick, no, no, not in the orange form. Like right. when he gets his ass kicked the first time, right? I would say he's before pretty close he to gets Super his Saiyan potential 3. unlocked. I would say no way, no well, way. So you got to think, think so. about it. So if if Dr. Hedo had, like, the research information for uh, from his, his grandfather or father. I don't remember which. Um, he would know approximately where the fighters were back then, right? Yep. And he went into this with utter confidence that they would not lose against Piccolo specifically, right? Well, then- which means that it was capable of wiping the floor, in theory, with a Super Saiyan 2. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> or even Majin which Buu. means that like Piccolo was, he didn't really get his ass whooped. Like he got beat, but he wasn't like wiping the floor with him. So I would say somewhere between two and three is where okay. where Piccolo's yeah. at at this point. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll 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 agree with that. I agree. I got. I yeah. Orange though. I hear you. <laughs> Super Saiyan God, the base form. I yeah. think That's about where Orange is, and I think. At the end, go the is that beast form is what they call that Gohan transformation, Gohan beast or something. Yeah, I that, think that Gohan is, that's equivalent to like Ultra Instinct. Yeah, like, but like on a grander power scale, I think he's actually got more power. Yeah, than than super, Ultra. It's almost yeah, like an, Goku and, or Vegeta. Okay, let's talk about this. So like we're getting around. Like okay, hold on. We're getting. I want to jump into Gohan, but we'll save that for like the last like thirty minutes. Uh-huh. Um, how far in are we? About fifty. Oh, okay. Mm. So, um, yeah, you get around to you're you're saying between Super Saiyan two, Super Saiyan three, but that's like we've talked about like levels of mastery, right? Right. Like, and, like I'm you thinking can't just like, say Super Saiyan two and like. You know, well, yeah, modern Super Saiyan co- two is vastly it's more better powerful. To, it's than better to compare. Original. Do you think Piccolo at the time of being beaten by Gamma one, two, Gamma, Gamma two, two? Do you mm-hmm. think he was stronger than Goku in Super Saiyan three when he was beating up on Fat Boo? I don't know if he was stronger. But, but probably similar. Like close for comparable. for reference, I think. Mod or the or Piccolo before yellow and orange would kick the shit out of Perfect Cell. Fair. So well, I think, yeah, sure. Yeah, so sure. He's, I think he's above Cell. I agree. Like, yeah, I think orange form Piccolo would smash Perfect Cell easily. No, no. 
regular green before he goes yellow, before he talks to Shenron, I think would Piccolo be, at the end of Super. Perfect sell. I think, yeah, the Piccolo at the end of the Super show, which is basically what we've got with a little bit more training probably, would wipe the floor with Perfect Cell. Yeah. And Definitely. I would say he's actually a pretty decent rival for Boo. Yeah. Maybe not uh, Kid Boo. I think Gamma. But Fat Boo. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I don't know if Piccolo could fight Fat Boo. You don't, don't think so? I don't think so. I'd like to see it. I don't think that version could have. I think in orange, yeah, he totally would smash Fat Boo. And, and I agree with your, you saying that orange Piccolo is probably equal to Goku when he fought Beerus in base form, god form. Yep. Yeah. I think that's about where orange lays. Yep. And then or maybe or maybe a little higher at like early Super Saiyan Blue. Yeah, that's reasonable too, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but because like, like if, right so now, if we're if we're gonna put it there, like he had some issues going toe to toe with Cell Max, even that powerful, right? Even in Orange, Cell Max was still too much it's for him. It's kind of hard to say how strong Cell Max was, though. Right, but mm-hmm. for comparison's sake, just just hear me out here. He's still having trouble with Cell Max, right? Mm-hmm. So Gohan has to be the one that finishes him, and Gohan does it, like, with ease mm-hmm. after he goes Beast, right? So Beast is way, way above where Piccolo was. Yeah, even in orange. Right. Yeah. Like, but leaps also, and bounds. Hold on. but I, So if we're saying that orange Piccolo is roughly equivalent to base God, say Super Saiyan God, the red, or maybe slightly higher, and Gohan is that much further ahead... Where does that put Gohan in relation to Goku and Vegeta? Because if he's that far above where we think base God is, like that is an astounding leap over even where Goku and Vegeta are. When I we think see that's them. what it is, though. But the key is, is Gohan keeping up and like training enough to achieve that form whenever he wants, or right. even better to live in that form all the time. And that, to me... Be, only because, like, during, before, okay, and this is perfect, right? Before they fought Cell. That was what Gohan and Goku focused on in the time chamber. Was they trained, but also the point of Goku's training was to try to stay in Super Saiyan for as long as possible and just keep extending that. And eventually... They got to a point to where they could live like that as long as they wanted. They could always be a Super Saiyan. Right. And then at that point, the logic is you don't have to waste time and energy transforming and you go nowhere but up. Yeah. From there, like it's levels of mastery. We always say this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so to me, that's like. Any form that they reach, yeah, it's great. Go on, hit that new form. Right. But could he do it if he wanted to? Probably not. No, and like, well, but he could with training, and uh, that. And if once he can do it on whenever he wants, or he can live like that all the time, that's when he will have mastered it. Just like Ultra Instinct. I don't think Goku fully masters Ultra Instinct. So to call it mastered ultra instinct or whatever is not accurate because like 
to be fully mastered, he needs to be able to stay like that all the time. Right, yeah, we talked about this before. Like, that's, that to me, like the end of Super was completed, Ultra Instinct, not mastered. Yeah, like he, he started using it. both sides. Yeah, sides that's of a better it, the word. Defense and the offense. That's a way better word for it. completed Ultra Instinct. It's not mastered yet. Well, right. let's talk a little bit about how he got to that level, though, because that's actually one of my stabs in the movie that I did not like. Because so it starts out Gamma One and Gohan, they start duking it out. Gamma Two and um, Piccolo. P- Piccolo start fighting it and duking it out and piccolo is able to talk sense into gamma 2 because gamma 1 and gamma 2 they're they have that superhero complex that dr Hedo programs into them of being essentially good guys and so i like that they're fighting they're duking it out and you know slowly piccolo's chipping away at his <coughs> resolve well, and making him realize that the red ribbon army is not who they seem to be and then by that point, once they kind of calm down and whatnot, and they're like, oh, okay, everything's smoothed over, we're fine. Then Cell Max gets released. By Fuckface. By Magenta. Magenta. Yep. Like a, and that guy, doesn't he, he gets killed like in releasing him, yes? Well, he doesn't get killed. He, he has his, uh, Dr. Hedo has this little bee. And he has oh, him yeah. sting him. I remember and now. I think zombify him almost to the point of where maybe Dr. Hedo, maybe in the future, will be in control of Magenta because he's got those kind of zombified corpses. Yeah, he was a cyborg. Assuming he lived through the cell release. Right. We Assuming don't know that. Like, lived the most, that. Like, the most like startling part of that movie was when Magenta turned and just tried to ice Hedo. Right. They just blast him and then puts a couple more rounds him on the floor. I was like, what the fuck? I know. That was the part where I was, was like, holy fucking fuck. shit. This this got dark for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I was like like this show damn. does. But they did it just like, bam, right there. You're like, fuck me. Well, okay. We, in the theater, we got, it was all quiet during that. And he like pops him with a couple more. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. That was, <laughs> I know, man. That was badass. But, you know. <laughs> like, um, way to fucking hit him with the double tap. Like, right, triple. Yeah. He was like, fuck. Blah, 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 blah. Well, He's well, like, fuck to... double tap. We're into fucking six triplet tap at this point. Yeah, well, back, <laughs> to the the, back to the gamma fight. Mm-hmm. Like, the other part that I don't think you mentioned, um, which was important for Gohan, was Piccolo turns to Pan and tells her to act like she's being hurt. Right. Which starts to ramp him up even more. Which starts to ramp up that power energy. And that's when he goes from Super Saiyan to Ultimate Gohan. Right. Yep. And in s- well, the, in that okay, here's the thing: is the reason I have trouble thinking Piccolo when he lost to Gamma is Super Saiyan three level is because supposedly during the Majin Buu thing, <clears throat> Gohan in his ultimate form was as powerful as Goku in Super Saiyan three. Okay, so. He was still even in, but that's the thing is like, if you watch the fights when Ultimate Gohan starts fighting Gamma Two, mm-hmm. or Gamma One, yeah, like it's it's a pretty similar type of action from Piccolo at the start of the movie. Like Gohan's still not getting the upper hand, right? Fair. So like I think like just doing that comparison, I didn't even think about that, but like that comparison right there says to me that Piccolo in his base form 
before the before the dragon was intervention about, it, it, it had caught up to gohan and his ultimate mm-hmm. that makes sense okay i'm with you i'm with yep. you that makes yeah. sense over time go goku or piccolo would have kept training and gohan had obviously let shit slide right. yeah, and but, you gotta wonder like where would he have been if he would have went after it after boo yeah. And like kept training that ultimate form. Oh yeah, he'd be whooping just, the shit out of Goku like, and Vegeta, what the fuck? just wiping the floor with him. Would he? Yeah. That's the but qu- but would he? Because that would have just pushed them even more. Okay, mm-hmm. and this is we're hitting an hour, so last thirty minutes we're gonna cover Gohan because yep. I think there's a lot of shit to talk about. Right. Um. So we're actually almost right there too. Actually, if we just finish this up. Yeah. They talk about Dr. Hedo building in that uh, failsafe with the crown of Cell Max's head. Uh, basically, you know, um, he built that just in case he did get kind of released prematurely or goes into a berserk form like that. Some kind of failsafe, right? And so, essentially, they get to the point of where Piccolo wants Goku to power up as much as he possibly can, and he is taking on uh, Cell Max in his orange form, but also gets bigger like he did in the Tournament of Power when he was King Piccolo and fought Goku. So he gets bigger in size, Mm. and he explains to Goku that doesn't do anything for his power. Or Gohan, but he, you know... He, he essentially says it doesn't increase my power or anything, just kind of makes it a little easier, you know, it's to a fight bluff. him. He's, yeah, he's to bluff. It bluff. Yeah, too. it's basically, yeah. <clears throat> and so he's kind of holding back Cell Max, and this is where we get into Gohan's big new power level, you know, mm-hmm. is Cell Max releases this insane move, blasts the shit out of Piccolo, and then he... cocky blasts the fuck out of Piccolo. Right. And catches Piccolo in his hand, and they made him look dead. Yeah, they gave him the whited out eyes. And, you know, and I thought, like, holy shit, Piccolo's dead again. You know, like, like that sucks. Again. And, but, you know, of course, who's better to make Gohan ascend to that next power level to watch get destroyed in I front of him? I honestly thought, you know, I honestly thought it would be something to do with Pan. Like, she actually would be in danger. Right. Well, that I was thought, his, like, that was I his thought first catalyst. I thought that yeah. was what they were building up to, was her actually being in trouble. But that's my biggest complaint, though, is that, you know, it's like, oh, my God, I felt that feeling of, like, oh, Piccolo's gone. You know, and I had that feeling, and then all of a sudden, out of the fucking blue, like he's fucking Sea Biscuit, just comes, pops up next to Gohan later in the fight, flying next to him. Yeah, that's that's post Gohan transformation, though. I I I mean, but still, that's what I'm saying. Like he just pops up like he's alive, but they made him clearly look like he was dead, and I'm just like, come on. But they didn't like, oh oh my god, Piccolo, you're still alive. They didn't even acknowledge it. He was still playing it, bro. He was like, oh, if he thinks I'm dead, he'll really lose his shit. Come on, you little bastard. But (laughs) I just I just yeah. But I just hated how they went about it though. It's just all of a sudden like, oh I'm oh I'm okay, everything's fine and it was just like I thought you were dead, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he was unconscious. He got knocked out. I mean, we could call it that, but they That's made him look dead as fuck. Uh, they did. Yeah, the white out eyes. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. I thought for sure he was dead. And so that was so just then, a minor gripe of mine. Not a huge one, but I was kind of like, eh, okay, I guess he's alive now or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. Well, we're, we're almost to the cool part, though, where so Gohan actually where, yeah, ascends. Where Goku, Gohan loses his shit finally. Yep. 
fucking transforms, becomes whatever the fuck beast. Yeah, red eyes, white hair. I don't. don't All badass. I don't like the name, but whatever. What I wanted to talk about is like why why Gohan has so much so much crazy potential that he can rival gods with mortal energy. Like yeah, that's he, the other thing. Like we didn't really brush on that like at he all. Could like probably we're talking wipe the floor with Beerus. Think you think? Of, maybe. Uh, I wouldn't maybe. say maybe he would give floor. him a fucking hard time. Yeah, no. but like where he's at, we've all agreed that that beast form is above Goku and Vegeta. Yeah, that's what I'm and saying. And just being and even at that level, not even close to Beerus, but just being above them on mortal energy is insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. okay, so why? What I'm saying is why. And I read a article last night, and it was talking about like breeding. And you brought up like a like the differences of like how you make a liger or whatever the fuck the other yeah, one the, was. The, the liger versus a tigon, or like, like the how, dominant genes, or and... just how you breed tr- dominant traits into breeds and shit. Right. And like dogs and whatever, but then you look at like. You know, the Saiyan and human mix. But it got further into, like, um, like Goku and Vegeta are obviously some badass Saiyans. Right. But also, each one of them chose two of the most powerful women on the planet. Exactly. As their wives and to, like, have children with. Right. So they not only... Something about the Saiyan human mix makes Gohan stronger, but I I think that's because of something else. But I'll get into that. He's in a, a bit of a purebred. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he's not a purebred. He, he gets was... the benefits of both. Right. It's like Goku and Vegeta are compassionate and they care about the people around them, but really their true drive is to get stronger, right, like, and fight. Like Gohan is like. He has like human compassion, and that drives him to higher levels of strength too. Right, yeah. is like he can fucking lose his mind when somebody that he loves gets hurt. Exactly, like you fucking. So it's like a mind state that, all, like his power is like a mind state, and actually, like all of these new forms, Ultra Instinct, that's a mind state. Ultra Ego, that's a mind state mm-hmm. with a different type of energy for sure right but mostly it's like learning to control destruction energy requires a certain mind state and gohan's is like a mix of both it's like his like we said last night we were talking about it Ted. was it's like gohan is like constantly in a a state of like i don't i don't want to fight i don't want to hurt anybody (laughs) like i'm good like i don't want to yeah, and then, I then just you want push to be him nice. over the edge. He's like, all right. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, and then he hits a certain point of, like, crazy resolve, like he did against Cell, yeah. where he was like, okay, motherfucker, like, you really want to <clears throat> fucking do this shit? Like, I'm ready now. He's the ultimate. And he fucking, like, lets go of all his reservations. Yeah. And he's just like, okay, you want to fucking... Maybe that's what it, That's why they call it Beast. He's, he's like... You, like unleashing the beast, he's like, you want to fucking see? 
Oh, yeah. Gohan's that ultimate fuck around and find out character, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's dope. It's dope. And I love how they play on that. That's sick. Like, you know, they from the start, Gohan from the very beginning with Raditz. Right. You know, he always had that latent potential that he would lose his shit and, like, accidentally bust, flying in like, yeah, this fuck, first episode. Yeah, fuck somebody up, like, real bad, just <laughs> freaking out a little bit. So, like, they keep that going, and, like, supposedly this is his max. But I think, like I said... This is the tip of the iceberg, yeah, as far as like, I'm concerned. Yeah, if he like, keeps training, he can As soon as stronger. he can do it on command and fully control it. And <laughs> yeah. it will, but that's the thing, is, like, and there's, even no, then, and even there's then, no hint of him not controlling this. Yeah. Like, you think about it, like, that first punch that he takes... Just standing there, like that's what I mean. Is like I feel like he subconsciously knows what he he can do, and that's why he's so reserved. Is he's like, I really don't want to hurt anybody. Like you don't get it. It's like Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Like you really don't want to see me angry. Yeah, like right. you really don't. And like that was, that was one of the coolest moments in the movie. Was when Cell Max punches him right after his transformation. Like, hits him, like, you get this huge cloud, and then, like, you get the shockwave coming straight out the back of where Gohan was standing, and then it all settles, and he's just standing there looking at his fist. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really, motherfucker? That's all you got? Yeah, that huge fist. You want to piss me bam. off and then tickle my chest? Dude, that shit was so much like him in Super Saiyan 2, and we, oh, yeah. we talked about this, too. Yeah. Was even Gohan's Super Saiyan 2 was special compared to, like, so... Think about this. Goku and Vegeta, when they fought and released Majin Buu in Super Saiyan 2, mm-hmm. were as strong or slightly stronger than Gohan. I think they said they were stronger than Gohan when he beat right. Cell. But they probably not much stronger. Um, But Gohan... They, that was them after they had trained for a while in Super Saiyan 2. And like, right, and Gohan, and Gohan just got did, mad and was yeah, just... Yeah, and he know. was like crazy fucking stronger than any regular Super Saiyan 2 probably would have been. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, that yeah, makes like he's on a, sense. He's on a different level. Like, like go- That's what I loved about his character. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why the Cell Saga is one of my favorites. Yeah, and because that, it really shined a spotlight on what Gohan's potential was, and I wanted to see where it went. And then they just shat all over his character for years. Well, yeah. and it's if you think about it, this is also just the complete version of his ult- ultimate form. Yeah, this this is basically the Super Saiyan version of Gohan Ultimate. Mm-hmm. That's a rough equivalency. Yeah. yeah, except for there's a way fucking bigger leap in power. That's a good way to think about it. So like. Gohan Ultimate is like God, almost close to like if he would have trained as in his ultimate form, he would have been Super Saiyan God base form level easy. Right. Yeah. Like if he would have kept up on training and been a lunatic about it, he definitely would have. <coughs> so now been, he would have been at that level. So then completing that and going even further, like you said. It's like them going <coughs> Super Saiyan in base god form and being Super Saiyan blue. It's like right now, now, now you got me going. I want to see Gohan Beast using God energy. 
Yeah. He doesn't need to. I think that's the point is he won't. Yeah, he doesn't need to, but imagine what he could do if he did. Well, that's a better, like, bigger question that I was going to ask you. Can too. he? Where, where do you think they're going to go with this? You know, where do you think that this form I of think, new form uh, okay. of Gohan will go? I thought about this. Okay. And I'm glad you asked. Is I think this points more and more towards what you, me and you were talking about. Right. Last episode was Goku and Vegeta eventually becoming the god and angel of their universe. The god of destruction and the angel of their universe. Yep. Yep. And at that point, they can't be protecting nobody. Exactly. Like, that is against the rules. Yep. Yeah, so it's going to be Gohan. Which, it has to be Gohan and Piccolo. Yep. Right. So And then hopefully what I, you know what kind of sucks is like you get all this latent potential from like the human Saiyan mix. And yes, humans get stronger and stronger like Krillin, Tien, um I guess you could count 18 kind of Right. I mean, I guess she's basically human i thought she was still an android she is but i think cyborg is a better word yeah we talked about that before too yeah like for most of the androids they're really cyborgs yeah right yeah yeah other than 19 which was like the clown one he was like a full-on robot yeah he was full-on robot and 16 was a full-on robot yeah, but kind of going down the path you were talking about yeah, with what was like talking Goku about? and Vegeta taking over as God and, or as, mm-hmm. you know destruction and angel, and then Gohan taking over. Like as time goes on too, like these people are gonna die eventually, and like I don't know how long they're planning on keeping the show going, but it would be interesting to see, like Pan's potential unfold too. And like you and I have talked about this, like she was flying as a baby, she's flying at three, she's already super Not- strong. Yeah, and I think that she actually has as much or more potential than Gohan. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it kind of seems like the more human, Deluded. the more human and less Saiyan, but still some Saiyan in there. Right. And may okay. And there's also this. Maybe it's just the environment they're in. Yeah. But also, be. Gohan or Goten became a Super Saiyan by well, accident. What do you mean by environment? It's just like the people there, the level of power they're around. Like, right, but like training is how they got there, right? Like Goku and Vegeta yeah, got there by training. That's true. Right? And but also well, hold they, on, hold on. They like, came you think from, about it, all of the Saiyans of old, like before Namek, or before Planet Vegeta was destroyed, they grew up entirely in a warrior culture surrounded by fighting constantly. Yeah, but were they, they were, were also they were significantly weaker. Okay. But that was because of Frieza. How so? He kept them uh, for however many generations. He kept them under his thumb, and he kept he like any time anybody got too strong, he would just kill them. So he kept mm-hmm. Saiyans strong enough to do what he needed, but never let them get too strong to where they could possibly be a threat. And we don't know how for how long he did that. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. if you think about it like this, and I just thought of this as we were talking about, but like, so what if like the current level of power, like a Saiyan is at influences 
how strong their kids are or how much potential their kids have too. Yeah, that could be. Like mm-hmm. they got Super Saiyan sperms. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's let's go a little uh, dirtier with this. And are they transforming during sex? Hmm. Maybe. 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 Chi Chi seems like she'd be into that shit. Well, maybe. Get a little transformation while she's getting her Chi Chi's rocked. <laughs> 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 but you but know, yeah, so like, yeah, there there might be something to that. But like, I've always just kind of assumed it was as you're diluting it because they. You guys got whiskey in your glasses? Oh, cheers, real quick. I can get a little bit. You can have a little bit. You can have a tiny bit. But I also there. Okay, so there's two characters that I feel like I don't know where they're going to take. But um, so we 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 get a lot with Trunks, right? That's one of the characters I wanted to bring up because you know we get a lot with Trunks. Cheers. Cheers. We get a lot with Trunks, but we don't get a whole lot with Goten. You know what I mean? And they're kind of teenagers in this in this age. Well, so but like, that's what we were working a, into, I think. Oh, okay. Is uh, like, like the carrying on, right? Yeah. It's like shouldn't like is yeah. That's the thing. Is like what the fuck? I think we did talk about this a little bit last night, though. Is like why Goten. And possibly Pan and Trunks would be less likely to be as strong as like somebody like Goku or Vegeta because they are so much more human mm-hmm. that they are less they they are less they have less of that battle lust that okay. Saiyans have. So they're more so, likely to be human and just want to go do normal stuff. I don't mm-hmm. I don't and, agree with that. But like so they're naturally <clears throat> able to be stronger but they don't as into the training i i don't think that's the reason at all because like if you look at like during super like goten and trunks anytime there's any kind of fight they want to be involved they like training together right that's true they so always want to what go is in. holding back all of them is well, goku I think and vegeta their, okay because they have these protectors they don't need to be strong well when we talk about that's pan true. we talk about pan but we forget about another key character that we get at the end of dragon ball super bola which well, is she's, she never actually does anything ever though well she's still like an in infant any, but you know i well, think even there's in, even in, a whole another generation with pan and bola though yeah why didn't we see there is this. possibility of it because I mean GT she was just a little girly girl and like Bulmond and right so there's display one more. any kind of power but but still though there's still a lot of things they could do interesting like what with I, her with her being like Bulma she could be very technologically advanced maybe not a warrior yeah but that would be cooler you know but I think that would be cooler is to take up Bulma's genius yeah or she just makes some maybe some killer shit or finds out so you know make some i don't know maybe machine that can draw out late what i want to see hold on well let's well we missed something completely on the gammas which you reminded me with like the the technology thing is like they aren't just throwing energy blasts with their hands they have guns Mm -hmm. right so like they could do something similar with bola yeah who's to say that's just not 
aesthetic though like they could well yeah it's entirely possible i'm just saying like that it just reminded me that like we totally didn't even call that out with the game but they did use guns that's a good point like they did not like yeah energy weapons of some kind that could have been just just, yeah part of part of his design and he wanted it to look cool cool and like yeah because they would hit the poses (laughs) like you know yep like so i almost expected to see uh the great say man in this movie Kind of. I'm glad they didn't, though. Me too. Like, yeah. I liked it, it all, for it a little been while, but it, cool. it kind of wore on me. It would have been kind of cool to see them banter back and forth, like Gohan as the great Saiyan, and then, like, them, like, ha ha ha, and posing and shit. Right. That yeah. would have been kind of So, fun. I wanted to ask you guys a question, too, because this is something Chelsea and I talked about after the movie. What did you think about all the fourth wall breaking? Did you think that it was necessary, or do you think it just kind of made mean? it. Like being able to see his sound effects. Well, kind of. That yeah, was, that was just comedy. Comedic that, relief. that was a holo- right. That was a hologram built into him. So anytime he would land a punch, it would do the whole right. Like they showed it malfunction a little bit in the. I can't think of any key moments off of the top of my head, but there are several times where there's some like fourth wall breaking, and it made it feel, to me at least, just a little cheesy how they did it. I felt like that could have been done a little bit better because I'm all for like the fourth wall being broken in shows. I think it can be very funny or even, you know, serious at moments. But I don't know. I felt like it was a little rushed. Some of the jokes they put in there compared to like where some of the Dragon Ball Z and even that Dragon Ball Super Brawly movie that I watched it. the, the, The jokes seem a lot more natural. You know what I mean? Whereas in this, they felt like a little rushed, a little forced to me. Yeah, a little cheesy at times. Yeah, I could, I, I was could see that. Telling but you, I was talking to that friend like after, that. and that was one of the problems that he had with it was they leaned too heavy on the silly comedy, in his opinion. Yeah, there was. I, mean, I, I didn't I have a problem agree. with it personally. I like, I, I, I loved the movie. It didn't. I, I think if you there look, were a couple of cheesy moments, but it wasn't like. I think deal super. Breaker. I think super is the good mix of Dragon Ball. The lightheartedness of Dragon Ball and the badassness of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Right. And I so just think, I think they... I think it fit fine. I didn't have a problem with it. I just think they went a little heavy-handed on it was all. Yeah. I mean, it definitely didn't ruin the movie for me or anything, but it, it was kind of one of those things that I was like, eh, that could have been better. I've always all, enjoyed you know? the light... I've always enjoyed the contrasting badass shit. To comedy ratio, yeah, and the Dragon old man Ball. with the bloody nose, yeah, that's right. Sh- so, it but I felt it like we bother. got more of the old man with the bloody nose, and not so much of the seriousness. You know, I felt like it overall it was pretty goofy. I think it was serious when it needed to be, and serious enough. I didn't think I don't agree with any of that. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. You know that that was one. I mean, definitely not a deal breaker or anything like that, but it was definitely a drawback for me is I felt like there were some moments that they could have been a little bit more serious with, but it, you know, it wasn't, that's another, all the gripes I have with this film are very minor. It's an amazing film, but there definitely, it just felt like some moments they could have, there are just some things they could have done better with, you know? Okay. So quick question for you too. What was the biggest moment of the movie that we have not even mentioned? Hmm. What? 
Gohan doing a special beam cannon. Oh, uh, that yeah. was fucking yeah, where incredible. Where the fuck have you that, two been? Dude, I've been oh waiting for one of you two to mention it. God, dude, that yeah. was so. I saw him the way he was standing. And I was like, oh, yeah. As soon as his fingers yeah. went up, I was like, oh, damn. I was yeah. like fucking clapping. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. we go oh, like an hour and a half into a podcast, and you fucking forgot. Dude, that yeah. was amazing. That was so dope, and I'm surprised that they have never had him do that before. I'm, I'm still glad moist. they did, and I love the I'm so the glad they waited. Uh, yeah, that's so dope that they waited. I'm still moist from and, it. Dude, that was legit, and it was like straight through the fucking forehead, like badass. Yeah, yep. and the like, the actual effects on it, like being clearly distinct from Piccolo, but like you still knew exactly what it was. Like, yeah, it yeah, was just special beam was cannon, badass. bitch. Yeah. Special beam cannon, the attack that started off everything, dude. It was. It definitely Talk was. Talk about full circle. Exactly. For Gohan, at least. Well, or we've or like about Gohan that. and Piccolo. Because yeah. that's what started the show, killed Raditz. Mm-hmm. And Goku. And Goku started his, you know, yeah. crazy fucking... Yeah, we've talked about that before, and that's what I love about the writing of this show, is it doesn't matter if it's something that was in the very beginning roots of Dragon Ball, or if it's just something that happened a season ago, they always come full circle with things, I've noticed. Yes. They always come back. In a satisfying way. Yeah. Like, like what it, is that one? Well, and it That goes was back a real to... fucking very well done, like, uh, Yeah, I just got flashbacks of Gohan and Piccolo training. Yeah. And him, you know, maybe in the woodworks, like, because uh, Piccolo even says... Uh, How'd you learn it, you know, and stuff like that? He's oh, like, yeah, oh, you practicing know. in secret. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I've seen you do it how many times? Like, yeah, and it's so it's like that took me back to all those moments, you know, from Dragon Ball Z of Piccolo and Gohan training, and it was just incredible, that kind of heartfelt moment. Well, I think that circle best. back thing that you're talking about, it's made way easier by what we talked about the last time I was on the podcast, where they keep all of the fighters' movesets simple. Mm-hmm. And they just like intertwine them sometimes and step it up and master them better. Yeah. yeah. And then do like cool shit like the instant transmission Kamehameha. Mm-hmm. You know, like they step it up like that, but they keep it simple, which makes it easier for them to loop back and, you know, do that, the fun stuff for the fans like that. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm, yeah, I can't wait for the rest of Super. I'm so fucking excited. Dude, yeah, it's going to be good. Oh, yeah. And speaking of the manga, like, as we get closer to the end of this um there's some news yeah about <laughs> fucking frieza i was wondering what are you gonna get to it yeah i thought we were gonna start we on. got yeah I, I was going to but i forgot but <laughs> it's probably better if we just do it at the end <laughs> yeah it, yeah it, well it leads into so, the future i think that's a better at the end yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so after like so apparently in the manga frieza has hit a new level he's reached a new level of racism yeah his racist ass is now doing blackface we got black frieza yeah i mean his face is still white like i know but like it's not blackface then i don't know i mean he's got enough <laughs> black on him where i'm like bro you're fucking it's racist an, yeah he's already calling everybody monkeys and shit yeah and now, <laughs> Now he's going to be black. Like, come on, bro. You can't. Yeah, dude. Like, you can't just. He's almost like a. (laughs) Never mind. I'm not going to say that. (laughs) But, you know, I I, I just got to (laughs) say. 
it blows me away, like, how they've kept him kind of racist. And then this shit, like you said, it's hard to not, like, be like, yeah, okay. Wh- why is it gotta be black? They've music? gotta fucking be aware at some point, right? Like, with him calling Saiyans monkeys and now fucking black Frieza, I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah, right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <sighs> but in all so, seriousness, apparently, uh, he one-shots Goku and Vegeta, like, at their current level. Not I, thought, a, not no, I thought they were ego and inst or ego yeah. and instinct when he one shots them. Yeah, that's uh, what I mean. So ultra ego and ultra instinct. Right. So mm-hmm. that is where I was trying to kind of hoping you would mention Frieza Black earlier or Black Frieza. I don't even remember what order. <laughs> Black Frieza. Yeah, but, <laughs> he throws yeah, some stink sure on it, it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Not just Black Frieza. Black. But Frieza. like that. Be lack. Right. But that gives a perfect target for Gohan to keep growing. Because Gohan's racist. I see where you're going with this. Because mm-hmm. Gohan's racist. No, no, not because Gohan's racist. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> because they need somebody to push them. Yeah. Although, yeah. although, like, if we want to go back a step, Frieza's black and Gohan's hair turned white. Yeah. Hmm. Food for thought. Yeah. Food for thought. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Yeah. It's, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a good match for Gohan. Right. Because if so he is, if, if he's he... more powerful than them, like, we know he, we're pretty sure but he's more powerful really, than them now. Are we really going to go to, like, I guess I need to read the manga, and I haven't. I just have seen the news. So I'm sure there's a reason for this new level for Frieza, but I hope it's not. I hope he was just fucking with Goku and Vegeta and just like showing off his new power, but not really trying to just go destroy the universe again or something. You don't want another Namek 2 where we get 40 episodes. I I hope it's... (laughs) What made Frieza one of my favorite characters in the Super Series was him collaborating in his own fucked up, twisted way. Yeah, he had the best interest of his universe in mind and he schemed and... Yeah, he freezes did, it up, but uh, he uh, he does it he in a not essentially did the way. right thing, right? Yeah, which is why I'm like, I hope they don't pedal back and make him just go, oh, I'm so evil. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm going to destroy the earth. I want the dragon ball. Give me your earth monkeys. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you look at it though, like, for a long time we had Vegeta playing the antihero, mm-hmm. where. He was really just wanting to kick the shit out of Goku and couldn't. So he was like a reluctant helper for a long time. And now he's growing more into being an actual like ally and has been for quite a while. So stepping Frieza into that anti-hero role, I think the show needs something like that to maintain the dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I hope I, I I'm with you. I hope that he doesn't go full villain. That'd just be lame. It's just like it, we've already seen him like that. Like well, in yeah. several so times. We're so used to seeing people evolve in the show. It'd be nice to like. I think we talked about this in the last one. Was like, I just want to hear them or not hear them. See them do something more with him. I think they're putting so much energy into him. It'd be a waste. The thing is, we need 
fresh villains in the series now. No, 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 no. We don't. There's not a need for that because now we've been introduced heavily into the multiverse. Yeah. All right. And they can well, just. Well, that introduces new villains. Though. Right. That's what I'm saying. And like, yeah. They don't need to reach for something like Frieza and revive that. No. When they could easily reach into like them basically becoming like inter uh, universe assistance. Like when shit quells up, like the other gods coming to universe six for the assistance of the others for shit like that. Oh well, yeah. Well, and that's what I'm saying is like, I, I mean, that would be a cool way for them to bring in some fresh villains, but we need, we need another Frieza or I mean, not another Frieza, but you know what I mean? Another villain that is not just, Oh, I'm here. I get my ass whooped. I die. I'm gone. Someone that's going to be menacing. A, for yeah. A while. You need a, yeah, menacing, plotting, scheming. You yeah. know what you know what they almost need? Hmm. Jiren to go bad. No. Um well here's the thing. There are four other universes that didn't compete in that the tournament. Exactly. Because they were too strong to compete in the tournament of power. So we're not lacking for like any kind of new characters or anything. Well, I mean we need new characters. We just don't need it we don't need repeats. No. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we the problem is is like you almost they've almost separated things into two different shows now. Right. With, with this movie and where Goku and Vegeta are heading and they made that abundantly clear with this movie is like Goku and Vegeta are too strong and doing god shit. Like they this is mundane problems. Right. They no longer should be worrying about like threats to Earth. Right. It's like everybody else should really worry about because those guys are worried about like multiversal threats. Like they're right. they're protecting the multiverse. Right. At this point. Or like you know what I mean? Is like they are above that shit at this point. Is like fighting off some the red ribbon army fucking shitbag that Oh and that's right, where but- I think they could do well with I don't think they if they wanted to is like they did with this movie, you know, because it's a Red Ribbon Army again, but it was just different enough. And having Gohan and Piccolo being kind of the baton carriers. From the, yeah, that's what I'm Goku saying. Goku and Vegeta, you know, that's where they could definitely do some repeat stuff and bring another level to older characters, but have Goku and Vegeta you know, I think that's where they're going to kind of jump back and forth in the show. Whereas Goku and Vegeta are going to be bringing in new villains, new threats to not just Earth, but their universe, like you're saying, you know. Um, and I think that's going to be interesting because, like you said, there's four other universes that were too strong to fight in the Tournament of Power. And we know that Goku is, especially at the end of the of uh, Dragon Ball Super Brawly, it's just literally trying to get as strong as possible, and that's why Brawly is uh, on that planet with him, Vegeta, Whis, and Beerus, is so that he can train against Brawly and get even get, more insane. Yeah, have like a crazy strong opponent. Not mm-hmm. only that, but to get Brawly trained to where he can control his power. And I think Brawly is going to become a huge part of Goku and Vegeta going in that direction, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, he's going to have an interesting kind of development. And stuff. Well, they're building a whole new team of super fucking powerful people. Exactly. Because, like I said, these other universes that 
are looming out there with crazy strong people like people to like wipe if, the if floor they, was GM. yeah if they brought yeah if they brought a team it would all be guys as strong or stronger than Jiren right like their weakest guy would probably be like Jiren or I mean I don't know if they said that but I think they said they had just a the average power level yeah the, the average power level of that universe is just higher yeah right so they might but not be much mean stronger yeah that doesn't mean they're stronger than Jiren but most people are you know maybe their strongest people are as strong as him and then like but most people are as strong as like Goku and Vegeta or whatever right and so it'll be it'll be interesting to see where it goes right mm-hmm. and we're hitting about an hour and 35 fellas appreciate you coming on buddy it was a good you know oh yeah chit chat oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be here again yeah absolutely next week we're gonna talk about um uh we're gonna continue we were uh we finished up with chelsea at frieza after trunks mm-hmm. uh frieza dying and moving on we're gonna hit like perfect timing red ribbon army and the android and saga, saga. yeah so that'll be a good one next uh next week yeah it's going to be really interesting. Um, and, I, I mean, this couldn't have been any more perfect timing with, you yeah. know, the movie, us going into the Red Ribbon Army. It's absolutely perfect timing. So, overall, as we wrap this up, what um, f- you know, five out of five, what do you give it? I give it a four. I'd give it a four, too. Like I said, my gripes with it are very minor. Nothing like serious yeah like I, I don't think i can give out perfect scores but I, I think i i had fewer gripes than vince i think like the comedy didn't bug me as much as it bugged him 3.5 for me i think yeah. it was a five <laughs> for me yeah <laughs> i'm such a fucking dragon ball dork i was so <laughs> elated just to be there you know what i mean like yeah. i was so fucking happy like okay <laughs> And I was like tapping everybody. I'm like, oh, 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 Goten and Trunks are going to do fusion. Watch. I'm yeah. like tapping. I'm like, oh, look. Yeah, and we didn't even talk about that. They come out the fat one. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, it was yeah. the fat one. They uh-huh. used the fat one the whole time. Yeah. So yeah, good. They used I didn't want like to cover fucking... everything because people should definitely go see the fucking movie. Cause oh, yeah, for sure. So good. And, and if you can get to it uh, in the theater, I don't know if it'll still be out. This is coming out Monday. Uh-huh. Um, what's Monday? What's the date? Monday. 21st? Uh, yes. Yeah. So this will be out the 21st, um, and hopefully it's still in the theaters. If not, you should definitely figure out where to see it. Hopefully yeah. they keep it. you got to see it in theaters, though, so that way you can hear the... Oh, 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 I think they oh, did. Did they do it? Yeah. <laughs> they did. Yeah. One point, you, me, and Ted were all like... Oh, 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 oh. yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. How does he reach this power? Oh, oh, oh. instantly jizzes pants. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I jizzed in, in my, my pants. pants. Jizzed in my pants. Jizzed in my pants. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's back? Not Ted again. Not Ted again. <laughs> yeah. Never coming back. <laughs> Too much semen. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, Send us off, Vince. Alrighty, guys. Well, thank you for stopping by and listening to Dragon D's Balls. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. We post some funny stuff. Uh, definitely join our little meme group, Comic Zone Podcast. Um, and yeah. He's fading. This is us signing out. I'm Vince. I'm Mike. And this is Ted. And he... ASMR closer. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs>